Good morning, church. The peace of Christ be with you. Welcome to State Street United Methodist Church on this third Sunday of Advent. It is good to come together, especially if you're a visitor today. We want to say thank you for choosing to worship with us. Be sure you do take time to fill out one of the visitor cards to let us know you're here today. And as always, if you want to know more about how to get connected here with the good things God is doing at State Street, let us know. I particularly love to spend time over a good coffee cup, and I'm happy to spend time with you talking about that and getting you plugged in, as well as other people around you. Today is a day uh, that is a different kind of Advent. And I want to begin this morning by sharing some thoughts with you that due to the events of the last couple of days, as, as I emailed you, we are adjusting our worship service this morning to, uh, to be a service of prayer for those who have been impacted by the tornadoes of the last couple of days. And many of you are sitting in this space at this moment, and you have neighbors who have been affected by this. Unfortunately, we've not been able to, we wouldn't be able to reschedule because our musicians had other engagements. So the choir musicians will perform today, uh, but only part of the cantata as it was planned. But please know, choir, that I appreciate you and the time and the love that you put into this and Lee. Uh, and I know uh, that even though it's different, we've gotten used to saying that or maybe not used to saying it over the last year. It will help us to spend a time of prayer and healing for our community today. Now, the order of worship will be changed as you see it, so don't be alarmed if things seem a little bit out of order. Uh, but our time of prayer today will come just before the cantata today and instead of the children's moment. And during that time, I will lead us in prayer. And I'm going to invite you at that time to consider and lift up the names of people and places or circumstances as we pray for our community today. Advent is a time of waiting. And in the sense of waiting, many of us have been experiencing these last couple of days has been palpable. Many are grieving the loss of homes and life. And so we do what we do as a church. We pray, we wait, and we serve. And we trust that God, who is our Redeemer, will rescue us. And because of that, we can have joy. And the last thing that I want to, to mention to you, please check your emails for information on how you can be helpful in the recovery uh, that will be beginning if you brought care items today, there is a couple of uh, baskets in the narthex. I know some have put these out here, and I will see that they are delivered today. But I want to remind us that this recovery will take a long time. And I do mean homes and businesses and communities. But I also mean the emotional loss. So today, I'm asking us to give ourselves to God, to give ourselves to each other, to give ourselves to this community, and to do so in prayer. So come, Holy Spirit. Your people are listening. Let us pray and let us worship.
morning. Path to our God winding through the ordinary. A way to go home, leaving the past in the past, moving from darkness and exile. Advent is a path to our God, a way to come home, a discovery of God's voice. Today we light the candle of joy, the candle that reminds us that in the moments of waiting we can still find joy in the goodness of God. Let us pray. God, as we light the candle of joy, help us to remember that while we may not always be filled with happiness, we can always find joy in your goodness and the knowledge of your love for us. Amen. As you remain standing, if you'll turn to number 220 in your red hymnal as we begin our worship with angels from the realms of glory. join in the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. 
morning. One of the traditions that we celebrate here at State Street, which I'm actually very thankful for today, is baby's first Christmas. Uh, it's a time where we get to celebrate the new children born into uh, this congregation as they celebrate their first Christmas with their family. This year we have uh, two new children. Welcome in. We have uh, Evelyn Dickey, and Evelyn's with us, and her and her family can come on up here. And uh, Palmer Robertson, which I don't see, and but that's okay. And we are thinking about you, Palmer. So we just wanted to take a moment to just, I won't lie, ooh and ah over Evelyn because she looks so nice in her Christmas outfit and give them a gift of appreciation. Let's just wish her Merry Christmas, folks. Merry Christmas, Evelyn. We do have some items that we want to lift up to you today. I'm going to be perfectly honest. I haven't even looked at that. Um, <laughs> we've been trying to make sure this is a meaningful service for everyone today, and this was the last thing on my mind. But I do want to let you know that um, we have had several members of our congregation whose houses were, um, for the most part, destroyed yesterday. One of them in particular I know is here. I'm not going to um, mention her and upset her, but I just want you to know that in your midst, there are people that have lost their homes and lost a lot. So just continue to keep them in your prayers. Um, I do want to let you know also tonight's supposed to be room in the end. George and Whitney Ransdale are one of those couples that had a lot of damage to their home, and he is not going to be able to host tonight. We're not sure if they're even going to have room in the end as far as the organization, but we hope that they do. We will need someone here to step up that will be the host for the night. So if you can do that, would you please talk to Jennifer Dickinson so that we, if they do have the um, program tonight, that we can have people that are here. So I just ask that you talk to Jennifer about that. As Craig said, there will be many ways to help, many things to do, not only for members of our congregation, but for our community. So we just ask that you just continue to keep in touch with us. If you have needs and let us know what they are, and we will do whatever we can to help in any way that we can, so we thank you. And think of, um, just be in prayer for those people as we share this offering this morning.
Please pray with me. Father, it's been a hard last few days for us here in Bowling Green, Mayfield, across Kentucky and other states. And we know there will be hard days ahead for those who will start to rebuild their lives. And we know the suffering and loss that will be felt by those who lost loved ones as a result of the storm now and forever in the future. Father, we ask that you provide us strength during these times. Help us to find ways to assist those who have lost so much. Bless these tithes and offerings so that your word will be felt across this city, this state, this country, in this world, in the hard days ahead. In your son's name we pray. Amen. As we prepare our hearts to continue in prayer, if you would turn to your red hymnal, Away in a Manger, number 217. Verse 3. I do want us to take a moment in reflective prayer and thoughtful prayer. I want to offer some time of silence this morning. I want to offer a time for you and I to lift up names and circumstances uh, and people in our lives who we know have been affected by the tornadoes in the last two days. And it does not escape me this morning as we listen to this humble song of the place and the home that Jesus was born in that one of the themes I've tried to pay attention to this Advent is that of coming home. And seeing neighbors who do not have that home. One mine is fine. Pardon me. I don't think I've paused long enough. the last two days to say those words. But as we pray this morning, I want to share again, as you've heard, that members of our church have experienced damage to their homes and their neighborhoods. And I'm very relieved to report that those I've heard from are shaken but safe, and they are well. So during these days, please always check on one another. We have seen a lot of troubles in the last couple of days. We've seen them in our community, in our state. We're weary. And there are some souls that will not be comforted today until they know that everyone is okay. And some clearly realizing that everything is not okay today. James 5 tells us, that if any among us are sick, we should pray for them. James tells us that if we will do that, they will be lifted up. And he even says 
that we will be healed as we pray for them. Indeed, our community today is sick with grief. So as I lead us in prayer today, remind us that we are among those in our community as a faithful and we are a living witness. And because we know that we can open our hearts to the Spirit of God and that God will redeem and restore us. So give yourself in this moment, your mind, your body, and your soul to the presence of God. Share your thoughts with God. Share with God how it is with you and your soul. Share with God how it is in your community today. And listen for God to speak. And there will come a time when I'll invite you to consider or lift up the names of people or places today. And as I pause and invite you to do so, be sure to say those names out loud. And we will finish today by saying the Lord's Prayer together. So with that, I invite you to pray with me. Let us pray. Lord of creation, we have heard the skies thunder and we have trembled with fearful disbelief in its power. Even so, help us to be mindful of your power to save us. Lord, we have walked down streets in cul-de-sacs. We have knocked on doors and we've seen chaos and destruction all around us. But we've also heard and seen the saints who show up with chainsaws, bottles of water, knocking on doors, offering refuge to those who have no home. So we need to pray today, God. And we need to pray because we know that in times of sorrow, we need you. In times of lament, we cry to you. In times of joy, we give thanks to you. So Lord, we pause now and for this moment to be silent, to be still. And in this silence, speak a good word to us. And let us make space, O oh God, to tell you how it is with our souls. We hear you, Lord. We live in a world that is full of beauty and danger. So today, Lord, hear our prayers for those who have been overcome by disastrous storms in Bowling Green, in Mayfield, in every town in the path of yesterday's storms. God, we pray for all who are in need of healing today. For those who have been physically harmed in the storms. For those who have died and those who have lost loved ones. And if there are names of those that you would like to lift up today for healing, I invite the congregation to say those and lift those up now. Nancy. God, we pray for all who are grieved and troubled. We pray for frontline workers who are responsible for the emotional and spiritual needs of others. We pray for parents who want their children to know how to make sense of things that are hard to explain. If there are names of others who are grieving, I invite you to lift those names up now. 
for all families who have lost loved ones. We lift them up to you, God. We pray for all who have lost their homes, their churches, their community centers, and their workplaces. We pray for those of our church who have experienced serious damage, who are shaken, but well. We pray for the community of Mayfield who has seen the worst of this. And we lift up our sisters in Christ at and brothers at Christ at Mayfield First United Methodist Church, for they will not be in their sanctuary this morning. We pray for business owners who have no workplace to go to today and whose life's work is gone. We pray for those who are in shelters, those who do not have a shelter when the storm came. And if there are others among us who you know have lost home or place, I invite you to lift those up now. And I would lift up the Lawsons, the Bullingtons, the Moors, the Ransdells, the Parishes, and the Brandenburgs. God, we pray for the saints and we pray for the helpers who have shown us sacrifice and generosity and human kindness. We pray for those who continue to search in recovery. And we give thanks for the neighbors that checked on us, for fire, police, EMT, and all first responders who are weary today. We give thanks for those who will come to our communities in the days ahead and for UMCOR, seeking to help because that's just who they are. We pray for those with chainsaws and those at relief stations today and for the gifts that we come bearing to deliver there. And if there are other names of saints and helpers that you would like to lift up this morning, I invite you to do so now. God, strengthen us with your presence. All who are numb with fear and distress, guide those who anxiously search or wait for loved ones today. Be near to those who are grieving and bless them in your peace. Grant tenderness strength and wisdom to those who help us to pick up the pieces and for all who minister the human need in times of distress. And God, in this season of coming home, remind us that you have made a home in us. Allow the home that you have made in us to be known among us. And may it be known in those that we serve. And we pray now, as we gather these prayers together, saying the prayer that Christ taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. I do want to tell you that uh, Lee reminded me part of the reality. I don't think we had all our ushers this morning and the offering did not come. If you would leave your offering in the box as you leave today, we'll receive it there. And for ushers, totally understand it is okay.
So thank you. Prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. As we meet to worship in this place, we gather to prepare ourselves anew for the Messiah's coming. Like Israel of old and Christians through the ages, the prophetic words of Isaiah provide us challenge and focus as we anticipate the Messiah's arrival. Every valley shall be exalted and every mountain and hill shall be made low. The crooked shall be made straight and the rough places plain. The glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all shall see it together. Let every heart prepare for the long-awaited Messiah's coming. A shoot shall come forth from the stump of Jesse, and a branch shall grow from his roots. The Spirit of God shall rest on this one, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. we find ourselves yearning for the promised light of the world. The lights and candles around us symbolize the hope, peace, love, and joy anticipated in the Messiah's coming. I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans for your welfare, not for evil, to give you a future with hope.
The promised Messiah is a promise of hope, a promise filled with joy. The eternal God is coming to earth to dwell among all people. The Lord shall give you a sign. A virgin shall conceive, bear a son, and name him Emmanuel, meaning God with us. Joy to the world. The Lord shall come. I realize that today we do not make it to Christmas. I realize today that we do not make it to the Epiphany. But we know those promises are coming. And we know that home that Christ has made with us lives among us. And so as we leave this day and we go back to our communities, as we care for neighbors, as we love our family members who are struggling these days, I pray that we leave with the light of Christ. I pray that we leave with the hope that God has given us today. And I pray that we leave knowing that the home that God has made in us is the home that we can give to the world. I do want to let you know that I will continue to communicate with you over the next few days about how you can be helpful, ways that we can help our recovery in this community take place. For those who brought care packages today, those will be delivered and those will get to the families that are in need today. So would you pray with me? God of light and grace, receive our prayers today. Receive the, the music that's not only sung, but in our souls today. God, I lift up to you the disappointments. I lift up to you the grief. And God, you respond to us with hope. With hope for what is to come with the joy that will abide in us in all things. And it's in Christ's holy and loving name that we pray. Amen.